five, four, three, two, one, zero. Hey, hey, what is up? Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Duckin' Crazy. If you like today's content, be sure to go on Instagram and give us a follow at duckin' underscore crazy so you can stay up to date with everything that's going on with the podcast. So with that, let's get to the show. All right, all right. So, so sorry that I missed you guys. Last week, uh, it was a holiday week, Labor Day to be exact, and, you know, I work like a lot of people, thankfully, very thankful that I'm still working uh, but yeah, I work with a lot of people, so I was off on Labor Day, and anytime you get a paid holiday and you get to relax, like, it's just an amazing thing, so I definitely took advantage of the fact that I was off, and with that, you would have thought that I would have planned out my week a little bit better, but to be completely honest, work had been, like, so wild coming up to Labor Day that all I really wanted was to just, like, chill, relax, and not do much of anything, and that's kind of exactly what happened, and then when Tuesday hit to get back to work, it was like everything was in fast forward, like, and not like times two, like times 13, so before I knew it, it was like Wednesday night at 11 p.m., and I was like, I've made an error, there's no podcast recorded for tomorrow, um, so yeah, I missed you guys last week, so sorry about that, but we're back this week, got some, uh, got some content for you, hopefully you like it, uh, yeah, so let's get into it. So speaking of working, you know, you don't always find yourself doing your passion right away, or like something that you're super interested in, and that's like kind of the boat where I'm in now, and so I was thinking in, like, being stuck in the 20s and so I'm currently 26 and you know I'm kind of halfway there I'm almost at 30 but not quite not quite don't put me there yet I'm still in my 20s and everyone's always like you're young you know the world is your oyster like go live your best life and it's like awesome I'll I'll try that but what is my oyster you know like there's there was like follow your passions do whatever you want to do and like sometimes you don't really have a clear-cut path to what it is that you want to do or even have an idea of what you want to do. Me personally, I'm one of those people that I love a lot of things. I'm passionate about a lot of things. I'm good at a lot of things. And so trying to narrow all of that down into a career for one, but not just that, into a profitable career, it's difficult. And I know I'm not the only person that struggles with this because I have a lot of friends that I want to talk to personally about it and also like I've seen posts about it on social media and things like that and so I was thinking it's like it seems like only people that are currently in our 20s realize this issue either that or people that have like very very recently entered into their 30s that were just you know in their in their 20s and it's hard to sometimes have this conversation with older people um, because they're like, oh, you know, they still have that pick yourself up by your bootstraps mentality. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If, you know, you're just wanting to go out and just work, like there's always going to be work available. But it's like when people tell you like to follow your dreams and it's like point A, it doesn't always lead to point B. And I think one of the biggest things that kind of 
interrupts that process is school a lot of times. Um, you know, for a while, so many people, they're like, you know, finish college, go, not finish college. I mean, that finish college, but that's not what I was trying to say. Finish high school and then go to college. And they don't really tell you that there's other options. Um, like me personally, I kind of figured out a little bit too late in college that I probably wasn't necessarily ready for college at the time that I went because I did not have a clear-cut idea of what I wanted to do. I changed my major four times, I believe, and eventually I just ended up settling on something that I knew I could graduate with because I was tired of school. And now because of that decision, I'm kind of stuck trying to figure out what I want to do with myself because there's always, you know, oh, just go back to school. And it's like, but student loans are real. And I mean, they're, they're so trash. Like, I'm not going to get into that today. But like people forget about the fact that student loans are a thing. And when you're telling someone that's already trying to pay off student loans, like, oh, you know, just go add some more. And it's like, what? Did you really just tell me to add some more? Like, what is wrong with you? And that oftentimes kind of stops people from pursuing their dreams. Um, and like, I'm personally in that situation, like, I really don't want to add any more student loans. Um, but luckily, I work for an employer that will reimburse my tuition. But the problem is, like, it has to be something that can be directed back into your career. And I haven't quite figured out a way to make what I want to do, well, what I think I want to do, fit back into my career, because I've kind of narrowed it down to me being super interested and passionate into three categories. One, cars. Two, weather, like really into weather. I will watch weather movies back to back to back to back. Um, and three, IT. But the problem with it is that two of them, I can figure out how to make fit but the one that I think I want to do the most is the weather. And I haven't quite figured out how to make that fit into my company yet. So I'm still doing some research on that. But anyways, that's all about me. Bottom line is that we kind of enter into this bubble of being in the 20s. And it's like everyone, ex you feel like everyone expects you to do so much. And it seems like there's so much going on with other people that like you get trapped and you beat yourself up so much. And it's really, really hard to get out of that headspace sometimes. And one of the biggest blessings and curses is social media. Like, we have it to stay connected with our friends, family, kind of see what's going on with people's lives. But that, in that lies a problem, that we see what other people are doing with their lives that may either be the same age as us or sometimes even younger than us, and they're doing all these amazing things. They're buying houses. They're traveling all these great places, buying cars, starting families, you know, I'm not really jealous of the starting families one, just going to throw that out there. But, you know, they're doing all these great things and you're like looking at them and looking at yourself like, huh, how, how did I end up here and how did they get there? And, you know, like everyone is always like, your time is coming, just be patient, stay steady, like keep grinding. And it's like, you hear that over and over and over and over and over and over and nothing's changing and you're just in your bubble, at least to you. Sometimes it's actually a lot of times it's changing to other people, but we just don't realize it because we're our harshest critics. If you don't believe that, trust me, you are. Um, and so like when you keep hearing, just wait and you like see everyone making all these great moves around you. It really like tears down the soul. You, like you really beat yourself up. 
And so, you know, I'm just here to put myself out there and just let you know, like, you're not you're really not going through it alone. You're not the only person thinking this way. You're not the only person feeling like they don't know their place in the world. Like, there's plenty of us out here, and we all just have to keep pushing through. But one of these days, you know, we're going we're gonna to be on top. We're going to accomplish everything that we wanted to. We just have to, unfortunately, keep working at it. But really just, you know, if it helps you, talk to friends, talk to other people about it. If you find that you know there are people that are in the same situation as you and have, like, the same mindset, you know, be a sounding board for each other. Figure out what you guys can do to either help your situation or just to help each other, you know, stay strong throughout the struggle. Because I'm not going to lie, it is a struggle. Like, you're trying to do your best. And like I said, you see people out here doing big things and you're like, what? When is my time coming? When am I going to get that? But, you know, we just, like, have to put ourselves out there and just stay strong. So we got this, guys. Don't give up. But speaking of struggles, switching into a different struggle. So today's Are You Ducking Kidding Me segment is brought to you none other than myself. I left out a word when I said that. Brought to you by none other than myself. All right, there we go. So I went to the bank the other day to deposit some money in the ATM. So naturally, when you're putting money in your account, it's because one, you either don't want to carry the cash, or two, you need to add that money to your account. Well, I don't really care about carrying cash, especially now during quarantine, because I'm at home anyways, so it doesn't really matter, but, you know, whatever. So I was one of those people, I was like, oh, I don't want to transfer money because, you know, you only get so many transfers a month. So I was like, let me just go ahead and put this cash in the bank. That way I don't have to worry about transferring. So I go to the ATM. I'm not going to say what bank, but I go to the ATM. I like do everything as normal, put card in, put the pen in, put the cash in. So I like kind of tend, I tend to turn away once I put my cash or whatever in there, because, like, I know that there's a camera in the ATM, and I don't just, like, want them staring at my face, so I, like, turn to, like, give it a second, because I hear it counting the cash, and it keeps counting, and I'm like, I didn't put that much money in there, so what is going on? So I turn my head, and the machine is just making noise, and there's a circling sign on the screen, you know, like the infamous loading sign. And so I'm just looking at it like, what's going on? Why, why am I still waiting here? And so it just keeps circling. It keeps making noise. And I'm like, so about that deposit though, what what's going on here? And nothing is happening still, it's just circling, and I'm like, dude, it wasn't that much money, why, why are you still circling, what's going on here, so, literally sitting there, probably, like, a good two or three minutes, which, keep in mind, is a long time for you just to be waiting on a screen to pop up to confirm your deposit so that you can leave, so, I'm like, all right, so I keep waiting. Person behind me pulls up and I like look at them 
and just keep staring at the screen because at this point I don't really care about them staring at me I want them to know that your machine is messing with my money right now so I finally see the screen change so I'm like all right what's going on it pops up and it's like oh looks like we're having some technical difficulties technical difficulties it's like what now so I'm like all right cool prints out a receipt and it's like Look at the receipt and give us a call to make sure that your deposit went through. Give you a call to make sure my deposit went through? What? What kind of nonsense is this? I'm literally just trying to put money in my account, my rightful account. And now I'm like, I should have just kept the cash. I should have just made a transfer. If all I knew that all of this was going to happen, I could have just left the money in my wallet. So get my receipt, pull off, and, like, go to the next parking lot so I'm not holding up the line, um, and I look at the receipt, and I'm like, all right, let me call these people, so, well, first of all, I pull up my app, and I'm like, yo, what's going on here, and my, my balance hasn't changed, so I'm like, all right, this is how this day is going, so I call them, and I'm like, hello, I was just at your ATM, tried to make a deposit, and it took forever and then said to call to make sure the deposit went through. And so she's like, all right, I can help that. And I'm like, I hope so. And she looks at the account and she's like, uh, no, I don't see any deposits waiting. And I'm like, bruh, okay. So she's like, yeah, you're going to have to uh, set up a call with the claims and disputes department. And I'm like, what okay so she's like yeah they're closed today though you're gonna have to call them tomorrow and to rewind this happened on a sunday which is why they were closed so i'm like what you mean to tell me i'm gonna have to wait to give you a call to ask for my money that i put into the account and hopefully you can help me so i'm like all right cool so it kind of like ruins my day um, we're supposed to be going to simply make a deposit and then, like, go get some ice cream or whatever, just kind of a sweet treat Sunday. And so, Sunday goes by, of course, nothing changes in my account. Monday, I, like, wake up because I get an alert on my phone from my bank, and I'm like, oh, snap, money go through? Nope. It was just telling me that my Target purchase had came out, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's nice. So... Then I, uh, 8 o'clock rolls around, and I'm like, yo, I'm not going to call right then, because for some reason, when you call, as soon as a place opens, they do not answer the phone. I don't know what it is. It's like, they're like, oh, somebody going to call at 8 o'clock? Okay, cool. We'll call you back at 8.05. So I was like, I'm not going to call then. So I actually, like, end up going to work out and, like, doing some other stuff. So I didn't actually call until, like, 9.30. And they're like, your wait time's going to be over 20 minutes. And I'm like great all right cool so I call sit on hold I like start working because work from home so start working like just listening to whatever music they have playing and I like I'm gonna enter another segment pet peeve so I hate when like you're on hold with somewhere and instead of like just letting you listen to music in peace 
or like letting you just sit in silence they keep having the person that like stops the stuff and then is like thank you for holding please continue holding I'm like no don't do that because you make me think that the person's about to come talk to me and I can finally stop waiting you're just getting my hopes up every single time to let them down please do not do that pet peeve anyways back to the story so I call, I tell her what happened, and she gives me a number, um, and she's like, yo, we're going to give you a temporary credit, we'll see it within 12 hours, and like, we'll look into it. I'm like, cool, thanks for my money, like, there's nothing to look into, you can watch the camera and see what happened in plain sight. So that's that, and to make it worse, that was not my first time having a terrible ATM experience. I think I have bad luck with ATMs. But we're going to get to the other half of this story after we take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Welcome back. Okay, back into the story. Like I said, that was not my first time having a terrible ATM experience. And I literally mean to the same level of what the duck. So I was going to actually, let me backstory. I was moving into a new apartment and like I had taken the half, I had taken a half day so that I could go to the apartment and get all the paperwork signed out do the look around, clean up, all that stuff. So part of that was, you know, getting your, like, prorated rent for the month. And, like, obviously, I don't just, okay, when it comes to that, I'm out of cash. I don't walk around with that. Plus, you have to get the money order anyways. So I, like, went to the bank. I went to the ATM, and I went to go withdraw the money. The ATM took my card also backstory not the same bank I have two different bank accounts don't worry about why but I have two different bank accounts um so I went to a different bank and so yeah back to me being at the ATM so put my ATM in put the put my ATM in I wish I owned the ATM put my card in you know put my pin in send it to withdraw x amount of funds I get x amount of funds back and I'm waiting for it to give me my card back and it starts making a noise like it's gonna give me my card and nothing and I mean nothing and so I'm sitting there like time is t- for when time is ticking like I'm already running a little bit behind to the appointment time is ticking and I'm like what is happening oh like what is happening right now and I'm like why has the thing not given me my card back? What is happening? So finally, it pops up and it's like, oh, we have an error. Please come inside or like call the 1-800 number to get a replacement card. And immediately I'm like, what? Are you serious right now? You're not going to give me my card back. And I have a customized card, which I really like. And immediately I'm like, bro, I don't want a busted down raggedy regular card. Like, I want the card that I want, the one that I picked out intentionally for me. And so, keep in mind, time's still ticking. Like, I still have to go across the street to Publix to get the money ordered to get to the apartment. So, time is really, like, pushing down. So, I go inside, and I'm like, yo, your ATM just took my card. And I'm like, oh, snap, like, 
if you give us a few minutes, like, we can go get it. We just have to open up all this stuff, like, in the back. If you don't know how ATM works, it's pretty awesome, but we'll get into that another day. So, they're like, yeah, if you, like, give us, like, 15 minutes, and I'm like, no, I, I don't have 15 minutes right now. I'm just letting you know, your machine took my card. And they're like, okay, like, you sure? Like, we just have to do this. I'm like, no, I'm late to go get a new apartment. Like, I just need you to know that your ATM took my card. And so they're like, okay. And I was like, I just need to know, can I come back in like 30 minutes and get my card? And they're like, yeah, we can do that. Like, yeah, just come back and get your card. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I run out of there, run to my car, fly across the street to Publix, get the money order, and then zoom down. Luckily, the apartment wasn't that far away. It was like maybe a mile and a half away from Publix. So it wasn't that far away, thankfully. I get to the apartment, handle all that stuff, turn money order in, look around, make sure everything's good, and then I'm like, all right, cool, good here. Now I get to jet back down to the bank and get my card. So I get back and I'm like, hello. And he's like, yeah, I can help you. And I'm like, your ATM took my card. I'm here to get that back. They told me to come back and you can get it for me. And I'm like, yeah. And so like this other lady comes in and she takes forever. And I'm just standing there like, boy, just want my card, you know, just want my card. So then finally, the guy is like, someone else assists her. I really need to get this card out of the machine because, okay, I guess I will explain the way the ATM works. Well, in this particular location. So they like had to open this door right behind where the bank tellers stand and uh, just kind of like, you know, when the military is doing some, like, super shady shit and they need to, like, blow up something, like, for this one, they, it took two people to open it, so they both had to open it with their keys, both managers, um, and then they, like, had to, like, dig around there in the back. It was pretty awesome, actually, to watch, and so they finally got my car back, but then had the audacity to say, uh, what kind of design is on your card? Bro, how many people do y'all have coming up in here telling y'all that they card got taken by the ATM? So I described my card. I'm like, yo, it's like a cosmic galaxy type thing going on. He's like, awesome. Here you go. So sorry about that. I'm like, thanks. And then one of the other ladies, the lady that I talked to originally, she's like, how did everything go with the apartment? And I was like, good. Thank you for asking. Have a great day. So I walked out and that was my original terrible ATM story but the funny thing about that is and I realized it the other day like when this happened is that I think the ATM was warning me and as crazy as that sounds I think it was warning me because like I said I was on the way to sign like for my new apartment and I do not like my current apartment like it's so ready to move and I think the ATM was like yo I don't think you want to do this But the problem was, I didn't really have much time before we had to find another apartment. So that's kind of how that went. And I think, you know, poor little ATM was trying to warn me, but it didn't work out, bro. But next time, if it happens before I'm about to sign a lease, I know to look deeper into it and probably not do it. But enough of silly bank talk. So you guys have tuned in for technically three and a half episodes now, but we're on episode four, and I'm here to pose a question. Merch. Do you guys want merch? Would you wear it? Would you buy it?
who knows let's talk about it so like should i post some ideas on instagram i i think it'd be a great way to get feedback and like what am i thinking of let's see so i really love simple designs like simple shirts like my closet has so many just plain colored t-shirts because it like goes great with your attire you just throw on a plain shirt throw on some jeans throw on some sneaks and you're good to go so like nothing too elaborate but like maybe like a plain pocket tee with like a little nothing crazy logo on it or just like the little upside duck with the face you know or maybe eventually down the line if you guys like shirts maybe we get some hats maybe we get some hoodies i like hats i like hoodies maybe you guys will like it too so i'm gonna put a poll on instagram for you guys to tell me what you think about merch Hopefully say yes. If you don't, I'll just make some stuff for myself, you know? Just let me know what you think. Be sure to enter that poll. And no, we like polls. So what other poll are we going to have? Unpopular opinion of the day. So, and before you guys try to jump down my throat, this is not my usual activity. But we all know there is the also popular debate of how milk and cereal should be poured into the bowl and in what order. So you have your people that pour milk before cereal, and you have your people that pour cereal before milk. Now, I bet you're wondering, where do I fall in this category? Nine times out of ten, I fall into the cereal before milk category. But I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do deviate into the milk before cereal category. Now, I know now that I've said that, you're probably like, what spawn of Satan am I listening to? But hear me out. So, like I said, nine times out of ten, I will pour the cereal before milk. But there comes occasions, and maybe it's just me, maybe it's just my own circumstances, where sometimes it's more convenient to pour the milk before the cereal. And again, you're probably like, what is this spawn of Satan talking about? So, hear me out. This is the scene. I get ready to pour some cereal, only the cereal box is not located in the kitchen. And you're probably wondering, why does the spawn of Satan not have the cereal box in the kitchen? Listen, guys, it was not my fault that the cereal box was in the kitchen. Someone, not me, likes to snack on dry cereal, so the cereal box tends to follow wherever they go. Therefore... The cereal box was not in the kitchen. It was in the bedroom on this particular day. So I was faced with the situation. Walk to the bedroom, get the cereal box, bring the cereal box back to the kitchen, pour the cereal, pour the milk, put the milk back in the fridge, and return to the bedroom with both my bowl of cereal and the cereal box. So those were a lot of steps. When my other alternative was pour the milk in the bowl, walk back to the room, pour the cereal, and enjoy my bowl of cereal. Well, listen at how much simpler the option was. Was it barbaric? Maybe. Not necessarily. I still enjoyed my cereal. I had adequate proportions. And, you know, it was good. And it didn't get flaky flaky it didn't get soggy before I was able to enjoy it because I was eating frosted flakes um and I just feel like you know I enjoyed it so let me know do you guys fall in strictly one category 
or strictly the other. Or maybe you're like me and you're usually one category, but sometimes deviate. I'd love to find out. So be sure to also check out that poll on Instagram at Duckin underscore crazy. Make sure to check it out, both that poll and merch. Really want to hear what you guys want to think. Really want to hear what you guys want to think. What does that even mean? Really would love to hear what you guys think. Uh, so I think, you know, I think that's all I've got for you guys today. I, uh, yeah, I told you about my struggles, real world, ATM, I told you guys about some ideas, you know, merch, I told you about our unpopular opinion of the day, milk, cereal, how do you feel about the mixture, what comes first, <laughs> but no, seriously, that's all I have for you guys today, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Deck and Crazy. As always, be you, be true, and stay crazy. <laughs>